0: Thanks for listening. Two Minds Drink Alike contains strong language and sexual jokes that are not suitable for children. It's intended for viewers 18 years or older. This episode of Two Minds Drink Alike contains discussion around mental health. If you are triggered by this, we advise that you do not listen and proceed at your own choice. We are not health professionals and are only discussing for the purpose of our podcast. We urge that anyone who may be feeling sad at this time should immediately stop the cast and contact a professional outlet available in your country. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Minds, Drink Alike. This is a bit of a different setting and it's not always going to look this way. We've had to... um, sort of go against our perfectionist beliefs. And we've had to set up a temporary setup. We, Make do with
1: what we've got for the moment. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, obviously we would like to have, we've got everything coming. We've got microphones. We've got a full setup coming, but right now it's just not. Taken a while
1: to come. COVID <laughs> yeah,
0: has COVID. fucked it. Yeah. Like it has fucked everything else in the world. So. But, um,
1: yeah, we did have like, we had our initial, preview or trailer yeah. video that we wanted to put out and we still will put it out so this will be recorded after yeah so this is our first official episode
0: First official.
1: but yeah it's it's changed we took like a week to get here yeah um Hannah moved houses and we both had a bit of a crisis mental health wise yeah um, which is kind of a good segue because we've wanted to talk about mental health yeah we have And we, like, planned that we're going to do an episode on mental health. So it's probably, like, a good time Mm. to flow into that. Um,
0: So I guess um, I think we should both sort of start off with how we're feeling. Because I think the thing about this podcast is that we are both very transparent people. And I think that the best thing about this is that we are really open people that are willing to speak about things that maybe sometimes find are a bit of a struggle to talk
1: about and like subjects and um certain stuff that's like quite touchy yeah like that people don't necessarily really want to talk about i feel like we can just let it all out there
0: yeah
1: um and i think it's really important as well to talk about it and um, you know perfect. you do hear about all that bullshit like reduce the stigma but yeah it definitely is a thing that needs to be done For sure. so we're gonna do it
0: we are so this is it this is it <laughs> um i i'll start my mental health has always been a big a big part of my life. Yeah. I think that it wasn't until I probably turned 20 that I realized how unstable maybe I am mentally. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's probably because of me moving house and living out of home and then it's like the transition of like when you always have Family constantly around you, or someone that you can speak to, and then you no longer do. Yeah. It you realize that your mental health is it's actually a tricky thing to be able to find that balance.
1: It's a skill. Yeah. It like it 100%. really, and I like applaud people that don't know how they do it. Yeah. That are like constantly up, up, mm. and like got their shit together mentally because it's it's so hard and like I've been working on it since I was like fifteen, mm. like. I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety when I was probably 15
0: Yeah.
1: and have been like medicated ever since. Yeah. And you know, you hear people saying like, oh, it's a constant battle and like, no, it's not. Every day isn't a constant battle, but like when you look at from me 15 to now 21, Mm. what's that? Six years. Yeah. Then yeah, you could say it's a constant battle because it's happened for that long. Yeah. But yeah, you go through days where you like forget that Mm. you struggle and that shit's hard and... Mm. everything like that but yeah you also now I know especially like I look back and I'm like fucking hell like it's been six years like
0: Mm. can
1: this just not be a thing already
0: yeah I sometimes get afraid that it's gonna be something that I'm gonna deal with for my rest of my life but I think it is actually something that I have to understand that it probably will be something that I deal with for the rest of my life yeah um and I think everyone is anxious, But I think that everyone has a way of being able to, to like almost be able to how they handle it. Because yeah. I think that I am sometimes a bit toxic in my own self that mm-hmm. I sometimes when I'm in a really good space and I found this just as I've recently moved house where I am alone and I think, why am I not unhappy right now? Like mm-hmm. why am I not on edge? And yeah. it's like, Instead of me thinking like that, why can't I think, why can't I just like reward myself in Mm. the fact that Hannah, you're in a really good headspace right now. Like you're, you're like probably really happy. You're where you wanted to be, but I'm almost like, okay, waiting for something to go back. I'm like
1: that. As soon as I get in a good spot and I can recognize that like shit's good and like I'm happy and I'm motivated, blah, blah, blah. As soon as I think, oh wow, like. I feel good today, that like sudden thing pops back into your head being like, oh, am I actually good or am yeah. I just like, yeah. is it like a phantom feeling? Like yeah. am I actually feeling happy or is it just like, you know, things around me? And I know for me especially, I want to be completely content with my own mind, I guess, that
0: yeah.
1: I don't want to have to rely on things or like other people or like where I'm living or like yeah. what, you know, I'm doing – yeah at work like I don't want to rely on anything mm. to make me feel the way I want to feel like I yeah. want to feel that from my own doing yeah I guess but that's yeah. super hard and like as I said it's I don't know how people diff- do it yeah um and it is it's something you have to work on it's not just a you can't just be like oh I'm a happy person all the time like you yeah. have to work on it you have to work it doesn't on being like,
0: happen overnight
1: yeah fulfilled and mm. content with everything but
0: yeah like, I think for me, I have tried a lot of outlets mm-hmm. um, before I was medicated. I take Lexapro, which I think is probably one of the most common anxiety and antidepressants that a lot of young children and like young adults and then adults will take. Mm-hmm. Um it's one of those things where I was afraid to start taking anti-anxiety medication because I was really worried that I'd become dependent on it. But mm. I actually find that I need to get remove my own stigma from that that thought. Yeah. Like, I yeah. need to like start believing that it's actually a good thing that I'm on medication and I'm actually taking the steps to fix what's mm. not right yeah. rather than constantly feeling like, oh, I'm medicated and I'm not going to be happy. Like, the only thing that makes me motivated and happy is, uh, like, a tablet that I yeah. take every morning. It's
1: such a shit feeling. I feel the same because yeah. I'm medicated. Yeah. And I do, like, I do rely on it. Mm. If I don't take it, I... Apart from, like, withdrawal side effects... Yeah. ...that you feel physically sick...
0: Yeah.
1: There's days where I'm, like... I don't know, like, you forget to take it and then mm. I'll be in a bad headspace or, like, something will annoy me or, like... I'm really grumpy or moody and then I'm like oh shit it's because I haven't taken my medication and then I get more annoyed because I'm like great I have to rely on that tablet or Mm. those tablets to feel normal and Mm. to feel like I'm okay yeah and that's really tough to get your head around like relying on something and when you think about it like yeah it's like such a simple thing just take a tablet and it like fixes every day but it doesn't like it's you don't suddenly get happy when you're on no. it. It's just like... No. It For me, it prevents the the thoughts and the feelings from being so severe. Yeah. It mellows it out a whole lot, which, yeah. I mean, is great. And I should really change my... And I'm working on changing my mindset to be like, no, this is a good thing. Mm. that Like, I am on medication and it makes me the way I am.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, it's shit when you're like, great, I would love to wake up today and just have a good day without mm-hmm. knowing that... Something else has played a part in it.
0: Yeah. I think one thing too to remember is like medication, like you've said, it's not the be all and end all. Like that's a mm. step in your progress. You can't just take medication I and be fine. didn't just start with medication. I, and I know like people do and that's fine, mm. but I, for one, ca- did counseling, yeah. Um, spoke to someone and tried all the tools and i didn't find that it worked for me yeah i feel like for me um medication gives me like a really good baseline yeah and then i can yeah true and then i can sort of then use my own emotions to then you know Mm. base how i'm going to feel because i would be lying if i said that every day is a good day when i take my lexapro it's not it's and that's a reality i think also like a big thing like which it's hard for you to be able to relate to but Things like um, like birth control, like, I yeah. have been taking that since I was 14. And <laughs> 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 Just to stop the babies coming too early. <laughs> um, but, like, that is such a massive mood swing. Mm. Haunt. Like, it's literally, there's nothing against it. I still, I don't, right now, I'm not, I don't, I'm not on birth control. I'm on, like, I've got different ways of of conquering that part of my life but it's literally pumping hormones into your body that Mm. you're not producing like it's and then on top of that like it's trying to find this healthy balance and i'm not blaming like anything like that on on birth control and contraception i think it's fantastic but that in itself is such a big thing and i know a lot of girls do struggle with that like it's a big thing like that it's just pumping all these different hormones into your body, and then yeah. your, your moods, means blah blah blah. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think ever since I started taking it, I do feel much better, and I feel good that I do stop. I've stopped that sort of those hormones in my mm. body, and and I'm I'm off it. Um. But yeah, I think that, that people should view antidepressants and anti anxieties in a light that it's not the it's not the result nah. it's the baseline
1: and it's a then a stepping the stone rest. yeah i know for me it's still a little history
0: yeah
1: um how old, how old were we in year 10 16 16 okay so yeah i probably would have been medicated since i was 15 yeah maybe the end of 15 starting year 10 maybe
0: mm.
1: like i distinctly remember but it wasn't just like okay you're having a shit day, go to the doctor, put you on some pills, done. No. It was like, you had to go to your GP and then talk to them about it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, go see a psychologist yeah. and then you go do that.
0: And money, it's expensive. It's
1: expensive. Yeah. And also, you're not going to like the first psychologist you meet. Mm-mm. The first psychologist that I had, she was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't like her at like, all.
0: <laughs> I thought finding a man was hard. Finding a psychologist. Finding a son-
1: <laughs> I did find a good one, but like I'm off in now. Yeah. But um Me no, so I did see um her name was <clears throat> we'll beep <throat> it, just cause. <clears throat> um but she was my sister's psychologist.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And I think I saw her in the beginning because it was like mum was a bit worried went to the GP and mum was like, look, like, mm. Sees mm. Um, would that be like an okay thing? And my GP was like, yep, let's set that up. Like, I think that's a really good start. Mm. And I would go in, I remember sitting there like in my blazer, like after school, like mum would drive me to the appointments <laughs> and it just like felt weird. Like it didn't feel like a comfortable environment, which is super, super important. Yeah. When you're talking heavy shit. Yeah. And... She just put everything down to me being stressed at school. Yeah. So everything she spoke about to me was like, and how are you going in this subject? And what are you finding difficult about this subject? And how are you going in study? Like, are you making sure you're like switching off at night and like, you know, not working too hard? And I was like, yeah, they are definitely contributing factors to me feeling down. But no, like school and study is not the only thing that makes me feel shit. Like there's so many aspects of life in general that have an effect on your mood. Mm. And I think that's why apart from her being my sister's psychologist as well, I kind of straight away because I'm like, she just doesn't get me. She yeah. thinks she's made up an idea in her head, mm. which probably goes to the uh, to show she probably isn't that great a psychologist because <laughs> she just made up this idea that, yeah, like school was my only problem and that's why. Yeah. And I was just stressed, but yeah. like, I wasn't, um, and then she would relate things back to my sister and be like, oh, and I know that this is going on at home and, like, how does that make you feel and blah. And it's like, I just, like, I'm really here to talk about me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't want to talk about that shit. Like, yeah. I'm very open with mum. Yeah. And I can talk about that with her. Mm. I don't need to sit with you for an hour to continue to talk about that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, then I got rid of her. I then saw a psychiatrist. Mm. Which all in the meantime was on different medications, which mm. is a whole nother story. Like finding
0: the finding right, a
1: medication really is so hard. Yeah. That's why I had so much time off on twelve.
0: Yeah, so I I don't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but mm. I was on Salopram and then I changed to Lexapro. And I think the one thing if any of you guys out there are thinking about medicating, is that you also need to give yourself a chance on the medication because I know for, for example, Lexapro didn't do a lot for me until like a month in. Yeah.
1: It takes a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember,
1: I don't even know which ones I've tried first. So at the moment I take Venlafaxine. Yeah. Um, and I take a pretty high dosage.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, like that, that's probably the fourth one that I've tried and it's, It's not like, oh, okay, you go see your doctor one week, they give you one, you try it, and then the next week they give you another one. It's like months in between. So they give you one. To get on the medication, you have to like, I don't know what the term is, but you start off small and then you Mm. increase your dosage. Mm. Once it's increased to like the full amount, then you have to wait Mm. for it to, you know, kind of settle in your system. Mm. And then if you feel shit, then you have to slowly go off it. Mm. Then they give you another one And you start the whole process again And that's like a three month thing mm. So yeah Year 12 was super the Super super shit Because I was changing medications yeah. Because All different reasons Like one of them made me feel Like physically sick Like I would be nauseous uh, All the time Yeah So I got rid of that one And then there was another one Which made me like Groggy and tired Um And the one I'm on now Like fine I don't feel Anything mm-hmm. Different when I'm on it It's If I forget to take it mm-hmm. I feel like I'm an ice addict. Yeah. Because I get, like, withdrawals. Like, there's been times where I've run out and I literally, like, I can't, like, I don't drive. If Mm. I've run out of medication or I haven't taken it, I can't drive. Like, I get, like, white spots in my eyes. I'm very, like, feel faint. Mm. I don't want to eat. Like, Mm. it's, it's pretty rough. Like, you think... You know, when you don't take something, oh, like no biggie. You just don't. No. You don't get the effect of it, but you get like no. the withdrawals. It's and it's so that's shit. the
0: thing with um antidepressants is, it, as long as it takes you to sort of get onto it, getting off it is just like major changes in your mm. body. Like I have been on, probably have been medicated, and really happy with my dosage and how I perform in mm. life and. Um, for maybe, like, a full two years now mm. that I've been, like, cool with it. Yeah. But it just takes one day of not taking it for me to get back to, like, being shaky, anxious. Yeah. yeah. Stressed. Um, which makes me get a little bit afraid sometimes. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, one day I'm not going to be able to get off this. Because yeah. this is how I feel.
1: It's so hard. I've been... So, the one that I'm on at the moment, Venlafaxine, I've been... Getting off it for probably six months, yeah, and I've just like touched the surface, yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: every second day I take half the dosage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So over three days I get, I don't know how that works Math. out,
0: Maths. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> instead
1: of like, I don't what well, I think I'm on one hundred and fifty milligrams. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, one hundred and fifty, and then every second day I take seventy five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So It's still limiting it, but it just means like overall, there's less of it in your system. Mm -hmm. So your body, then I would go down to 75 milligrams every day. Yeah. But I haven't got to that stage yet because I've still noticed that like, okay, the days that I take the one, and it sounds fucked to say, Mm -hmm. the days that I take the 150, I noticeably can see a change. But you're supposed
0: to though. Like that's the point of it. But
1: it's not even the days I take the 150, like... correct myself it's the days that I take the 75 Mm, that I'm like oh why am I fucking angry today or like why am I moody or like why am I worried about this yeah so that's what has kept me on this like transition for probably yeah six months because I'm like don't think I'm quite ready to go Mm. which is a fucking kick to the guts because I remember feeling so good because I was taking the 150 every day and I was like I feel (laughs) great like Everything in my life is so good. I'm going to like take the next step and try and get off it. So I went to my GP and I was like, yep, this is good. And she like, you know, asked a bunch of questions and was like, how is it actually going and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And we came up with a plan to do the 75 every second day. Haven't gone back to her since because I know that I'm not ready to go down again, Mm. but I don't want to go back up to 150. Like I'm I'm kind of at the stage now where it's like, yep, I'm okay with, Mm. you know, It's not every second day. It's not those days where it's not clockwork. Okay, I'm going to feel worse on this day. It's more like, eh, I do feel a bit bad today. And it might just be because I know that I've only taken 75. Yeah. So I think it's so hard to get. And yeah, I just applaud people that have it all sorted.
0: Mm. I am a bit different um, as everyone is. Everyone Mm. has their own different... Sort of journeys. My journey is a little bit different. I started medication when I was 19. So I started Salopram when I was 19. Have um, you tried? Is it just the
1: two that you've tried? Just the
0: two. Yeah. So I found that Lexapro is the best for me. Yeah. Um, in saying that I'm on a high dose of Lexapro, it's mm. not like I'm just on, like, you know, the cute little. 10 milligrams <laughs> like no i wish that um, was
1: that was me with venlafaxine like when i went in to like change it she was like so most people just take the 75
0: yeah and i was
1: like okay so that i started on and i'm like this does nothing, nothing. And <laughs> yeah. so she was like okay double
0: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so i started celipram when i was 19 and i was literally on it for maybe five months and i was just feeling like not I needed something else. And then I was in a really good space in my life where I was in a relationship where I was really, really happy. And um, I didn't find the need that I actually needed to have medication, which I think is like a whole other can of worms. Can I just pause? Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know what I think is funny? We're talking about how we're on antidepressants while we're having a wine.
0: I know. I was actually Two and two don't go
1: together, but we're going (laughs) to pretend that that's not a thing.
0: Imagine me not drinking wine. Yeah.
1: If I didn't drink wine, I'd have to take more medication.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
1: sorry for cutting you off. That was funny.
0: (laughs) So I was on Celebrim and then I stopped because I was in a really good place in my life where I was really happy, which sometimes I also um, think about the fact of like, okay, well, if I'm in another relationship again. Like is that the only thing that's gonna make me happy? But like, if that's a whole other scenario that I don't actually need to think like that. But so I was in a relationship and then in through my breakup. <laughs>
1: I'm so burpy.
0: <laughs> it's the carbination. It yeah, it gives you a good good burp kick. Um, so yeah, I went through my breakup and I was really not in a good headspace. Probably the last. 12 months of my life has been really really tricky for me mm. specifically um, like from October or August last year to maybe March has been the biggest struggle I've probably ever gone through mentally Yeah. Um, and I think it's mostly just because of just everything that happened and it's normal for you to be sad and I think that's a big thing too when you're remembering when you do go through breakups that it is a really big change in your life. Um, And yeah. it is okay to be sad. It doesn't mean that you're never going to get back to where you were. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but in
1: saying that though, when when you are going through and you are in your own head, do you feel like like shit is the worst it could ever be?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. N- like it's so hard to explain, but like you sit there and you kind of like look back and you're like, oh yeah, like yeah, there was light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah. like, realistically we know that but when you're in that moment there's no light yeah absolutely
0: oh, no i'll light. be a 100% really honest with you mm. the from like last year like not maybe not october but like december onwards i really actually didn't think that it was going to be something that i could get through yeah for me and it sounds really horrible it's like, I don't know. I'll put a trigger warning in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but, Ugh. um... This shit's heavy. It's heavy. I would sit and I would say to my mum and I would say to my sisters, I literally think, and I'd say to and I've probably have said it to you, that yeah. I genuinely believed the only way I was ever going to stop feeling so unhappy is if I was dead. Yeah, like, fuck. it was. That's the only thing I could think of. And it wasn't... And I, I don't want my ex-partner to think that that was his fault. Yeah. Because it wasn't. It's, yeah. It wasn't... The relationship breakup that that triggered all of it. It was just the tipping it was the, it was, point. Yeah, it
1: was. It was the trigger. It, it, was, was a, yeah, well, it was. It was the it final was, little thing that yeah, we just Yeah, it went. was
0: the last thing that yeah. I was... Finally in my life felt like I had found my feet. And then I lost the reins of my control of my life a bit. And I genuinely used to say... I think the only way that I'm going to stop being unhappy yeah. is if I was dead. Yeah. Because I can't feel at all. And it's a really horrible feeling mm. and thought to think that way and sometimes I look back and I actually believe I was feeling irrational or thinking irrationally nah. because I really actually was in a really bad place. Yeah. Like I never want to go back into that that sad place again. Yeah. And I think that that is a big reason why finding new partners and Doing all that scares me a bit because I'm like, okay, Hannah, in your life, your path, you need to start, you need to get at that happiness, that heightened happy that you were in a relationship by yourself. Yeah, That's me
1: too, yeah. Because
0: once you're in that happiness by yourself, once you know that you have such a control... Then you've got that head. to
1: fall back on. Yeah, like... So when shit exactly. does hit the fan, if it hits the fan again, which it will, always will.
0: Always will. You
1: know that you've got you've got that backing to be like, okay, it's not going to be as low as yeah. that because I feel better about yeah. myself and where I'm at as an individual.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I was still... Um, I was off medication during this time um, and... I remember in December or no, it would have been maybe November that I went to my doctor and I saw my psychologist again and basically said, look, I'm not good. I'm not mentally stable. I'm really unhappy where I am in my life. Um, every day I cry. Every day I feel like it's a struggle. Getting out of bed is a struggle. Everything you hear in your whole entire life telling you like what depression is, it's real (laughs) it's so real and i always thought through my teenage years like oh i'm depressed i'm really unhappy no until until you feel it yeah oh my god until
1: until you actually it's weird because it's a mental issue but until you physically cannot get out of bed like i feel like you've never really i know i'm not putting anyone down for feeling bad everyone's feelings uh, That's the thing so too, like fun for we're them. we're
0: never dismissing. If you feel like you're depressed, do something about it, get help. Yeah. But I'm just saying, all those times when I look back personally and think I thought I was depressed, I think I probably was depressed. Just not But as I depressed. was <laughs> definitely at my point yeah. where I knew. And you know what? I'm, I thank, and I don't really believe in God, but whoever's up there, I do thank every single day of my life that I was able to identify... When it was my breaking point, mm. and I was able to identify that I needed help because I like this is nothing against my fam- family or friends or anything, but mm. no one ever said to me, Hannah, you need to go get medicated. No one ever yeah. said that to me because one, I don't know if that's the right thing to say to someone, yeah. but but also like I think that it's such a individualized journey of yeah. mental health. You can't tell someone. Oh, you should. It's, you should go. It, rotate, it's not the meditate, same for any yeah. two
1: people, and it's not even the same for you day in day out. Ooh. Like each day is so different that like a strategy to feel better might work one day and doesn't work the next. Yeah. Like I know that's definitely true yeah. for me.
0: So before I went to New Zealand with mm. my best friend, I really wanted to be in a good mental because I was like, "Fuck! If I'm in a different country." And i go through this yeah it's gonna be really bad i'm gonna go home i'm yeah. not gonna I. Uh, but do you know what also in saying that i was in such a headspace where nowhere really felt like home nowhere really yeah. felt like a comfort. so wherever i was i felt like I always there wasn't like a place that i went to like and this is gonna sound super cheesy but like in my relationship he was my home and he yeah. was my comfort yeah. yeah so when i would go to him or be with him i finally yeah. felt comfortable Nowhere after my relationship really felt like home, no. which is I'm super blessed and grateful that I sit in my new house and I feel you like feel home. home. That's like it great. sounds That's so great. stupid, but like when I'm with you, like yeah. I feel so happy. Yeah, I same. I actually genuinely am happy.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'm blessed that I have that in my yeah. life. Um, and I'm also really grateful that I did get through something that was really really bad, and I I got through it, and I and I did. So and it, it makes
1: you. That much better of a person. Yeah. It makes you that much more stronger as an individual. Mm. Because you've seen the worst it can be. You've seen Rock Bottom. You know. As bad as it sounds. You kind of know what to expect. Mm. If it's going to happen again. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Mm. Sometimes. Though. Especially with everything that's going on. Which we've both experienced recently. That. That. Sometimes too you can be plodding along and not actually realizing when you when you put a lot of tasks and you put a lot of pressure on yourself or you're working a lot mm. and there's a lot of distractions, you forget a lot about where you're at mentally because yeah. you kinda of just like let life, let life do its happen. course and you're kinda of like, I'm oh, okay, like I'm doing all right but then you stop for a minute and you're like actually I probably needed to give myself a little bit more time yeah. or I probably actually needed to um you know take the fucking weight off my shoulders Ooh. a bit like i actually should have stopped but because you're so head driven and you're going at 500 miles per hour you don't get a, the only time that you get that mental breakdown is when things finally do stop yeah um or they get too much yeah and so yeah but Anyway, I was started Lexapro before I went to New Zealand, so I started that in November. About a month in, I was like, "Fuck! I feel awesome! I feel yeah. so good! I'm so happy!"
1: Top of the world! Oh my yeah. god!
0: Um, and then, and then it was Christmas time, and I was happy with my family. I could see everyone. I was like, it was kind of like, oh, you know, like there's always that sti- there's always that stigma that like. For some reason, I don't know why we believe it or why it's a thing, but we always think, like, a new year means that it's like a refresh. It's like you're yeah. refreshing the light yeah. on your life. But really, it's not. It's not like you're going into it's a new dimension. An, it's just it's another day. day. Yeah. And so, for me, I was like, oh, I'm great. I'm going to be able to get into this new year. I'm going to be fine. It's going to be my twenty For me, and it would be like you too, we have yeah. very close birthdays for, for people that don't know. We're in January, very yeah. early. So... The time of Christmas, New Year's, birthday—it's so exciting. It's an awesome time,
1: and you, like, you know, you are gonna have a good time because you've got great events all really close to each other. Yeah. So it's like even if you are feeling shit, you don't feel shit for long because the next event comes and then the next event comes and then it's our birthday. So
0: yeah. So for me, I was like not drinking over Christmas and because I was on like new medication and I was a bit worried about like you know. Can't relate. Drinking and and (laughs) I
1: always drank actually to be fair like yeah when i was changing
0: yeah they'd they'd be like do you drink drink.
1: and i'd be like yes i do do.
0: but my thing was like i wanted to really let the Mm. medication show me what it could do so i really didn't i didn't drink and then in new zealand i was medicated i was so like i was literally and i was the thing was when i was in new zealand i was on a you guys I knew that I needed to stop taking my medication because I was going to be, like, writing myself off every night. Yeah. And I was cool with that. Um, and, yeah, so I didn't really medicate over that time, but that mm. was fine because I felt that I, that I was really, like, a, I had a grasp. I was living my best life. I was with my best friend three weeks away. I had an awesome time, met amazing friends. I was genuinely felt really happy. Mm. When I got home, it was almost like, ooh, like, this is your reality now. Like, it's not... And then all this shit happened. Like... Yeah.
1: But that's... That's why I think you and I do struggle. Because we are often doing things that make us feel great. And you kind of get that feeling of, like, oh, I'm good now.
0: Yeah.
1: Sorry, I literally can't speak because I'm trying to hold back my (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we go through stages where it's like, we... As individuals and I know I'm speaking for both of us because I know you're the same we strive for things and we get a lot of pleasure out of doing them well mm. and achieving it so it's kind of like once you've got that done it settles down then you're like oh shit maybe I'm not yeah. as good as I thought yeah. so that would would have been New Zealand for you yeah. for sure
0: sure, yeah. absolute
1: peak like yeah yeah got on new medication you're already feeling good before you go you get there have the best time you come back settles down you realize yeah, you can you can recognize you had a great time, but now it's done, and you're yeah. like, "Am I actually okay, yeah. or was it just a, yeah?" You know, and
0: then a s- small portion was that probably I was okay for? March that I was really back down again, yeah. really back down. My mom so before
1: you were or, like back down in March, it was November, was it?
0: Yeah, so it was. It was meditating. like low, high, and then yeah, back low. Yeah, it, was it comes in waves, roller coaster. I know in March though specifically was probably the worst I've ever been because I was like very, um, I felt bad because I lived with my sister and my mum, God bless her, is such a helper. She wants to help everyone before she helps herself. She does. does. And so seeing her, I I don't even know how it would feel, but seeing your daughter be an emotional wreck. Not being able to be happy. Didn't matter where I was. Didn't matter if I was at her house. Didn't matter if I was at my own house. Didn't matter if I was in my bed. Didn't matter if it was <laughs> in this house. Didn't matter if I was at your house. I was just like...
1: It, did, it doesn't Burgh. matter.
0: My head was just like...
1: You feel numb. <sighs> do you feel numb? Yeah. I always feel... Yeah. Always, <laughs> exaggerating. <laughs> always, always numb. Always <laughs> numb. No, but when you're in that headspace, you're numb. Like... Oh. I, I don't know if I told you, but... Like, I'll do a whole story, but... Ooh. Like, the last... Well, not even last week. Like, Monday, Tuesday, I just felt numb. Like, mum, yeah. she could have offered to buy me a brand new car. Or you she could have been like, mm. do you want me to give you a million dollars? And I would have been like, meh. Like, literally, yeah. nothing could have tweaked way. Anyway. I felt like yeah. you just get... Yeah, so, yeah. it's so hard to explain.
0: Yeah. So, in March, I was really bad. And my mum, I know, she just wanted to be able to, like, shake me and be like... You alive Because it did For once in my life I was like I have no control I have thank you top,
1: <laughs> top you up with some more champs
0: For the first time in my life um Mum was just like God like I feel like I knew what she was thinking Just yeah. like what the fuck it, Like because the thing is too Like did she I like, wanted to be I wanted to be happy yeah. was, I didn't think or feel anything It was yeah. just like Sadness, 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 and for the first time in my life, I had no say in what my body wanted to feel. Yeah, uh, and I don't like. I mean, okay, I'm just gonna say fuck it because honestly, I also am sick of of telling myself that like you know you actually have it good and and mm. and you know you need to think about people that have it bad. But you know what? Fuck it. I did have it bad. Yeah, I had a shit. You there did. was a shit. I had a shit. Growing, I like things were going on in my life that was so fucked up, but. Mm. I don't blame anyone for it because it was fucked up for everyone it wasn't just yeah. fucked up for me but like I don't have to sit here and say oh but you know someone's going through this and I can't feel this way that was a, you were a big, you were the person but going I was, through it yeah but I was thinking that all the time like as a like growing up I was like no Hannah you can't you can't think like that because someone in this country doesn't Yeah have there's food. always
1: there's always like
0: yeah it's going to sound
1: so politically incorrect but like there's always you know, starving African children. Yeah,
0: but like, you know and what? And yeah, there
1: is, but it doesn't mean it's not shit for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that's the biggest thing that I've actually learnt, like, that you need to sometimes just be like, you know what? Yeah, people have it bad, and it's shit, and it's horrible, and I'm not dismissing that. But you also need to to recognise that what you're going through isn't okay, or you're not okay. Um, and that's how I felt in March. But... Okay. um. You know, I went, I upped my medication a lot and then a lot of it was self-help. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was I had to do myself and a lot of my own growing because there was times that I wanted to just give up. Yeah, for sure. In a really morbid way that I was like, I'm so grateful I didn't because yeah. I know my, little, too. <laughs> I know my stubborn self if I was looking at the world in a, if I had part, like if I had like, if I had done, you know, yeah. whatever I could have done, the the most awful route the, that I could un- have taken.
1: I was going to say the unthinkable, but it's not even it's the unthinkable, because you think about it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, if I did um, commit suicide, I'm just going to fucking say it, I would have just thought, fuck, Hannah, you have so much to do. There's so much... People, not that they rely on you, but... There are things in life that aren't going to happen because you're not there. Yeah. Because I don't like saying that people are unresponsible for things that are going to happen. But the world would go on if I wasn't in it, right? Yeah. But.
1: But not the same. But
0: there are going to be things that I'm going to do in my life that no one else could have. Yeah. And that's why it makes me special and why I should be here. Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) So deep (laughs) So deep It's good though I think it's important um, to Yeah, I guess that's me I'm still medicated And on a pretty high dose But
1: Hi, I'm Hannah And I'm an alcoholic (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Hannah And I'm medicated
0: (laughs) But I'm happy Yeah, and that's 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 Literally the main main thing But I am happy But I'm always Cautious of Where I need to be In my emotional this. I'm yeah. like, okay, we know, Hannah, when you get to this point, you need to then do this and this. like Yeah, when and
1: that's the most important thing. Like, yeah, it's great to feel good and whatever, awesome, but you need to have in your back pocket those things that can help when shit does start to go downhill yeah. again. Like, you've got to have strategies in place, and that's everything you talk about with a psychologist and psychiatrist or whatever. Like, yeah, they're there to listen to, but they're there to... Put things in place so that when they're not there, you yeah. can do it yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. And you know what? I used to hate it when people say, like, you know, go on a walk, exercise. And you're just like, Fuck shut off. up. Yeah. I don't want to fucking exercise. Yeah. But honestly, when I do feel shit and I do go for a walk, I'm like, okay. I actually do feel better. And you're like, okay. And I'm so stubborn to be like, yeah. actually, that did help me. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. So I feel like a good segue. I'm going to flow into me mm. this week good one so yeah we we had filmed some some stuff to put out like a a trailer episode um and we were ready to like put it out and then Hannah moved house and then I I call it a breakdown I don't know loose term anyway oh yeah Monday so I was at work on Monday and I was just sitting there and I just got like super anxious and was like feeling very overwhelmed Mm. and my hand was like seriously like shaking. And then I was like, ca- I just can't do this anymore. Like I've got to talk to people all day and I don't want to be doing this. I feel like I'm just going to burst into tears. It's my phone, not on mute. <laughs> um, And then it got to like, I like tried to push through. So it was maybe like 10 o'clock and I'm like, this is not happening. Like I haven't felt this anxious in so long, which is weird because like, you never know like when it's just going to, pop and just be back. And I called, um I messaged this and was like, Are you free? Like I need to call you right now because I'm having a bit of a moment. Hmm. Anyway, chatted with her and she was like, Go for a walk, go get yourself a sandwich. Like I think she assumes that I live in a city and I can just pop out for a sandwich. (laughs) Like if I walk to get a sandwich it's gonna take me fifteen minutes and then my lunch breaks over. Yeah. (laughs) Um Anyway I did go for a walk I took mm. her advice I walked around the block And called mum mm. And as soon as like mum answered I was like crying mm. And then she was like Oh my god what's wrong And blah 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 And she was like Take the afternoon off And come over So I did So I went up Went up to mum and dad's house Went for a big walk with mum and dad Not with dad He was at work I went for a walk with mum Um. And yeah I just like Needed to slow down. I needed to take some time. And it was immediately like a relief knowing that I didn't have to be under the pump for that afternoon. Yeah. But still, like, you go through stages where it felt shit. And even though I was in the company of mum and, like, yeah, everything wasn't bad, everything Mm -hmm. still felt really bad. Yeah. And then also, like, being back at mum and dad's house brought back just, like, so many memories of when I was in a really bad place and Mm. living there Mm. and then it was kind of like comforting to know yeah okay I am here and like this is home but I feel like I left all of that behind and was like trying to start a new chapter and I did so then going back it was like shit like am I going down um but I remember like times when I was 16 like being at mum and dad's and like I would have a bath and just be bobbling my eyes out in mm. the bath and everything's just the worst and completely agree with like what you're saying like you're in that space where you are just like it's only sad and there's nothing
0: else yeah um like at that point the only person that can take you out of that is yourself
1: yeah literally though yeah like so monday was like it ended up being okay because my meltdown had ended mm. I'd gotten over it. I was at home. I and also like not seeing my family for like months yeah. was pretty hard. So then like seeing them all again and it was kind of nice because Dad didn't know I was over and yeah. my sister didn't know I was over. So yeah. they all like they both got home from work oh. and Dad's like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "I literally I was like um, I had a breakdown." Mom's like, "No, you didn't. Like you just needed to like come over for a little R and R." And I'm like, "No, I had a breakdown." No, <laughs> mom. Um, literally, I was like, "Mom." That wasn't, that was not a little R&R. That was, like, full. I'm 21 years old. I need rehab. And couldn't pull myself together. Yeah. So that was nice. But then, yeah, the Tuesday morning, I, I think I told you, I FaceTimed you, and I woke up feeling positive. I had a lot to do that day. And then there was, like, some... I was like, I was meant to work, but I like, you know, being in contact and being like, I need to just take tomorrow. Mm. I take in the afternoon. I'm like, I need to take tomorrow as well. So anyway, I was going to do some uni work, and I logged on, and the video wouldn't load, mm. and it just sent me into a spiral
0: mm.
1: where I don't like. My head was just all over the shop. Like as I said before, mum could have offered me anything in the world and I would have hated it yeah. like she could have been like I'm going to take you overseas or like <laughs> giving me the best news in the world and it would have been like fuck that like yeah. nothing could have made me happy in that point
0: point.
1: Mm. and mum was like go for a walk do this do that and I'm just like fuck it no 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 I didn't even want to help myself mm. I literally just wanted to sit and be in my own sadness and yeah. pity and it took like a good two hours and I remember I was laying on the couch and I just I was staring out the window and there was a fly on the window Mm. and I watched the fly for like I shit you not like 48 minutes or Mm. something and then as time passed I slowly got out of that headspace and got on with the day and that's like I think the big thing for me is like time and I need to learn that When I'm in those spaces where everything feels the worst, that's okay. Let it feel the way it is, but have in the back of your head that, you know, in two hours you're not going to feel like this, or in two days you're not going to feel like this. And, yeah, eventually, like, I came out of it and then was fine again for a couple of hours and then had, like, another, like, shitty afternoon. I think that was your last night in your house. Yeah. Was it Tuesday night? Or maybe it was Monday night.
0: Monday night.
1: Yeah. Um and you were like, oh, I'll come over for like a, like a wine in the last house, like last night in the mm. last last house, <laughs> last night in the house, but it just like wasn't like so far off my radar yeah. radar like I couldn't even like bring myself to do anything. So it's hard. Like it definitely is not something that happens overnight in terms of feeling good. Mm. And I think that's what people that don't suffer. Mm. From a mental illness, don't understand.
0: I am pretty much, I'm I speak about my feelings a lot. I'm not afraid mm. to speak about my feelings. So when I shut off, I think a lot of people worry about me, because yeah. I am. I'm not one to mm. to hide it. So my mom does, like she does understand, but my mum is also the kind of person that's like soldier on. Like she's got yeah. that motivation, like where she's always which is really important yeah which my older yeah. sister has too he really has like a really good way of being able to look and and always be able to see the light at the end she of does the she's always so but oh i am so negative yeah about everything i'm like well, we can we can blame is, the chemical imbalance yeah. in our brains i'm like when the when the going gets tough like i feel like it's always going to just get tougher where
1: it gets tougher to the point until it's Rock bottom. But then my,
0: my mom is like, when the going gets tough, like that's the point where you need to like build yourself up and be better. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not that.
1: <laughs> I know for me, like this week has probably like, not the, not the whole week. That's exaggerating being dramatic as I always am, but Monday and Tuesday, was a big shock to me because I haven't felt that shit yeah. in a very long time, like years. Yeah, And it was like, holy shit, okay, I'm not actually as good as I thought I was.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, I've been good for a year or two years or whatever it's been, but it took not much to just pop me back into that headspace. And that was scary mm. because I was like, literally sitting at my computer doing nothing. Mm. And then it was like, click of a finger and I'm back there and that was like okay now at the end of the week I look back and I think that's a positive because I could recognize that you know small things can set me off and that's not a big deal like it's just a small setback but in the moment I was like holy shit like I'm going back to the worst I've ever been again Mm. that's what it felt like Mm. and it felt like I was gonna have to quit my jobs and I was going to mm. have to move home. And I was just going to be back in bed doing nothing. Mm. Um, and that was scary. And honestly, that was all I wanted on Tuesday. Mm. I wanted to quit everything, do nothing, and just be in my own head. And it's weird because as much as I know the best thing for me is to keep going, in that moment then, that's the last thing that mm. I want. All I wanted to do was lie down and be depressed. Yeah. But, and I did, like you do, you, you go through stages where you just accept it and you go, fuck it, I'm going to do that today. Mm. But, yeah, it's hard. It
0: is. Yeah.
1: It's super hard. But you get through it is mm. the main thing. But then again, like when you're in it, you think you're not going to get through it. No. I don't know if you're the same. Like when I, you're in yeah. a bad headspace, like you cannot see the no. end. There's nothing...
0: I just always constantly feel like there's not going to be the end. Like it's just going to stay at this pace and I'm going to just be like miserable. But I know that, and, and and no matter how many times I go through it, I always have that headspace.
1: Yeah, same. But it's hard because I know that I have that headspace. So then when I get to that point again, I feel like I should recognize it and be like, well, you thought this last time and hey, it didn't turn out too bad. Yeah. So this time will be better. But it doesn't. Yeah. It's still fucking shit and it's still really hard.
0: Yeah.
1: And in terms of like going through a breakup again, I know that like that was a real big thing for you. Yeah. That trigger. And it wasn't so much of a trigger for me when that like when Nick and I broke up, it wasn't like a trigger. Mm. But it was just another thing to add to it. Yeah. And me being me, I just kept pushing it aside until it just, like, sits in the back of your head all day, mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. And then you slowly get through it, very slowly.
0: Yeah. Years later. You snail pace. Snail pace, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this was a really good one. This is... Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. This is not what I expected it was going to be. I'm really happy with how it came out.
1: I'm happy too. I feel like... There's definitely more depth. We did go deep. Yeah. I feel like we could go deeper if that's yeah. something that people want to hear. Yeah. I don't want to shock shock no. the shock the system though. Like how deep can I go? I can go deep. Yeah. I will talk about anything and everything.
0: Yeah. But I do I think this I'm just gonna say it if anyone who's listening, anyone who's watching, if you are in a, a situation where you feel like it's like the end of your road, where you're feeling like there's a lot going on and there's a lot of weight on your shoulders especially now during this time my biggest tips would be lean on your friends lean on your family even if you don't maybe have that you feel like you don't have that support you do yeah. everyone
1: has that support and it's, this sounds so cheesy mm. but like hannah and i are very easy to talk to mm. especially about this kind of shit because we've been there we've done that yeah even if you're just like, hey, feeling a bit shit today, yeah, like, like, what can I do? Or like, yes. can we just have a conversation? Like, give me a call or Seriously. give Hannah a call. Or if we're together, give us a call and we'll just chat, chat it out. But um,
0: yeah, don't. There are. Like, 100%. Your life is genuinely too precious. There are so many things. I don't know how you might be feeling right now. You might be feeling like shit. You might be feeling like you're not worthless I mean you might be feeling like you're worthless you're not worthless (laughs) you might be feeling like you're crap you might be feeling like you don't have a place in this world but and you might not also have that same outset that I have but you just have to remember that there are so many people that love you and I know that when you're in that headspace and I understand because I've been there before that you actually don't think about what other people are going to think about Nah, you don't thanks for listening yeah that Um, was a lot (laughs) sorry if it's yeah, I mean, this is not supposed to be like a sad thing. This is supposed to be like a really uplifting thing. But like, I think it's uplifting. Yeah, I think it is. I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, guys, if you could please, please go and like us on Two Minds Drink Alike on Instagram, YouTube, like subscribe us on Instagram. Us. Sub- yeah, follow, follow, follow us on Instagram at Two Minds Drink Alike. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Two Minds Drink Alike make sure that you pop us in your playlist of podcasts on Spotify. I don't know how Spotify works. I don't know how Spotify works either, but that's the platform we've chosen because why not? It works. Why not? It's free. Why not? It's free. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Thanks for listening to Two Minds Drink Alike. Make sure you follow us on YouTube, Spotify, and Instagram at Two Minds Drink Alike. Thanks for all your support and make sure you share us around if you've enjoyed it. Have an awesome week.